Welcome to a new episode of the She's Cooking Them podcast. I am your host, Dr. Audrey. Our episodes air bi-weekly on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button before we get started. You don't want to miss an episode. You will be notified when the episodes are aired. But without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, our topic today is becoming a Proverbs 31 woman. So what does it take to be a Proverbs 31 woman? What is a Proverbs 31 woman? Um, and what is all this hype about a Proverbs 31 woman? We're going to cover um, those things in this episode. So I'm going to go ahead and get started with Question number one. So what really is a Proverbs 31 woman? So just off the rip, we know that a Proverbs 31 woman is an honorable woman. Um, she's a woman of great substance, integrity, very much valued. Um, she is a loving, nurturing. Um, she is a hard worker. She is a good caretaker. She is a builder. She's an entrepreneur and the list goes on, right? All of these things make her virtuous. But amongst the amongst the most important one is her heart. She has a heart of gold. And so I'm going to share a few of the verses from Proverbs 31 that really stuck out to me. So the first verse in Proverbs 31, the 10th verse reads says, "Who can find a virtuous woman?" for her price is above rubies. So first and foremost, we know that a Proverbs 31 woman knows her worth um, as her worth is priceless. The Bible says that you are priceless, Proverbs 31 woman, right? there. That means that she cannot be sold. She cannot be bought. There is no man that can come into her life that can buy her. There's no amount of luxury items you can buy her, no amount of trips you can take her on, no amount of um, luxury homes or I guess expensive things, whatever expensive, none of those things can measure up to her worth. And she knows that, right? Because the Bible goes on to tell us in the 11th verse that the heart of her husband do safely trust in her and he has no need of spoil. So this is, oh, this scripture right here is, is, is something right here. So number one, she's not a girlfriend. She's not a side chick. She's not an adulterer. She's not, listen, she's not sliding. She's not busting it open. Listen, she knows her worth. She, so she's a wife and she's not playing with it. So she's not sitting around um, playing house with somebody, allowing them to, uh, to shack up with her, make her a long-term girlfriend, any of those things. She knows that she's a wife. She knows her worth. She knows her value and she is a wife and her husband, the heart of her husband trusts in her. So that lets us know that she is a woman of integrity, that she's honorable because her husband trusts in her. And then it goes on to say, and he has no need of spoil. So he's not a man that is out in the world, sleeping about, messing around with other women. He is also a man of integrity. He's also a man of honor. So this is a man of God. This is not a man of the world. He's a man of God. And the difference between a man of the world and a man of God is this. A man of the world 
is going to be seeking after things to fulfill his desires, right? And a man of God is a man of purpose. So everything that he's going to do is about fulfilling his purpose, right? And that's a, that's a huge difference. So a man of purpose is not a man that's trying to sleep with you. A man of purpose is a man that is trying to establish and build legacy with you. He's not, he's not telling you, I want you swinging from the chandelier and you're not my wife, right? Because here's the thing. We know that the Bible tells us that the bed of marriage is undefiled. So when you are his wife, if you choose to swing off the chandelier for your husband, then listen, so be it. You are not in sin and that part of your marriage is blessed. So you can do as you please. But if you are not married, you don't have no business swinging off no chandelier. You don't even got no business in a bed with, another, with a man, right? Because that brings you into fornication. So we know that a Proverbs 31 woman is not fornicating, right? That's all bets off. She's not fornicating. That's not happening, right? Um, I'm going to go on to the another scripture. It says that in... And, the 12th verse of Proverbs 31, it says, she will do him good and no, no evil all days of his life. So she knows her place with her husband. She is a nurturer. She is loving, supportive, encouraging. She cheers her husband on. She builds him up, right? They are in a partnership. She knows her role as a wife. So that is super important um, as you are cultivating these characteristics, as God is building the Proverbs 31 characteristics in you that he helps you to be submissive and supportive of your husband. That's going to be super important. Um, it also says that in the 13th verse that she seeketh wool and flax and work, work it will, willfully with her hands. So we know that she's skillful. She has a willfulness to work and build with her husband. So she's not a, a woman that's sitting on the side like, Oh, I can't get my nails dirty. Oh, I can't work. No, she's definitely skillful. Um, and we know that later on in the book of Proverbs, um, somewhere uh, towards the, like the 20th uh, verse, where it talks about her being an entrepreneur. So she has an entrepreneur spirit. She's a, um, she's a, a marketer. She has a, she has her place in the marketplace. So she is selling things. She's an entrepreneur. So she has an entrepreneur spirit. She, she cultivates and bought land. So she's a landowner. Listen, so that means that she's a wise businesswoman. Um, she knows how to manage and balance. Those things are so important. The 15th verse says that she rises also at the night um, to give meat to her household and a portion to her maidens, which means that she knows how to take care of her household. So she manages her household. She has a excellent work-life balance, right? with um with her family with herself with her husband um and then the 16th verse says that she considered a field and buy it with the fruit of her hand she planted the vineyard so that's where we're talking about her being a landowner business owner invest investor um she's she's a person that is supportive and helping to create generational wealth and legacy so she is not just sitting back there saying, oh, what my husband is doing, but she is doing what the word of God says that she is a help me. She knows her role. That is super important. She knows her role. And then it says that um, the, the 18th verse says that she perceived that her merchandise is good, right? And her candle 
does not go out at night. And what does that mean? That means that she has an impeccable work ethic, unwavering dedication to her skills, and she serves quality products. Like she is a woman that is invested in her future. She's invested in establishing generational wealth. I love that. I love that. That this is this is um, profound. That God took the time. Listen, He loved us so much that He gave us a whole roadmap of the kind of woman that we have to be in order to be virtu- virtuous. It talks about her heart. Uh, says how pure her heart is. Um, how she, when she speaks her mouth, she opens her mouth and her, her tongue speak wisdom and kindness. So she's not a person that's gossiping. She's not a part of, she's not a part of the, um, caddy club, right? So when she's speaking, she's speaking truth to power. She's speaking wisdom. She is a woman of great integrity. And one of the verses that I love, um, is the one, the verse 23, where it says her her husband is known at the gates. Um, where he sit amongst the elders in the land. So we know that she has a man of God. She didn't marry a man of the world. This man, this is man is a man of great integrity. He's honorable. He's recognized, right? Um, he's a mighty man of valor. So he is a man of great strength as well. So that is so important. So your partner that you, that you are, that, that you are aligned with, you have to allow God to align them Proverb 31 woman. That is also me becoming, that means that you are not choosing a mate for yourself, but you are allowing God to order your steps. You're allowing God to orchestrate your love life, right? You're not going ahead of them. This is what a Proverbs 31 woman does. Um, It says at the 28th verse that her children rise up, call her blessed and her husband also praise her. So she's a praise. She's praised because she's blessed. And we know that she's blessed by all of by all of the virtuous virtuous characteristics that she has, and to sowing into others, giving back to the poor um, and those that are more or less fortunate, speaking wisdom, being encouraging, being a supporter, right? All of those things are of great value. So she's a woman of great substance. Um, so number two. How can I become a Proverbs 31 woman? So I would say that one of the first steps to becoming a Proverbs 31 woman, honestly, is to establish a relationship with God. And and in your establishing a relationship with God, that means that you are going to have to walk in obedience, right? obedience, you're going to have to have a level of surrender and you're going to have to have a level of sacrifice. So what does all three of those mean? When you are obedient, um, yielding to God will cause you to surrender and it will also cause you to sacrifice. Your surrender is going to cause you to sacrifice. So that means that your life of sacrifice means that you are living a life that is pleasing to God. So that means that you are allowing God to sanctify you. And what that means is that God is set you apart. So you're not amongst the masses. You're not, you're not in the world. So you're not in these streets. You're separated. You're set apart because God has made you holy, right? Um, and that means that you're living righteously before before him. Now, that is not to say that you are not without sin, because as long as we are in our flesh, we our flesh naturally has sinful nature. But what it means is that you are not a practicer of sin. That means that you are not actively 
um, premeditating your sin. Now, if you fall into sin, that's a different thing. That's something that we all do. Um, and the Bible tells us that if any one of us is without fault, let us let us see let us see who's 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 without fault. Which one of us are without fault? We are all we are all sinners saved by grace. So we fall, but the goal is to not practice it. So I would say that you would have to start there with having your relationship established and developing faith and anchoring in God. And part of the way that you're going to develop that relationship is obviously by spending time with God um, in, um, in prayer, in your word, um, allowing praises, the praise music and whatever you need sermons to build up your faith and, and Christ. Cause the Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So in order to become a Proverbs 31 woman, you are definitely going to have to be a woman of great faith, which means that you're going to have to cultivate your relationship with God so that you can be like, so that you can do exactly what the scripture says that she speaks wisdom right? She speaks wisdom. Um, she is speaking truth to power, right? She speak, the Bible says, and when she opened her mouth is the law, meaning the law, which is the word of God. So she knows, she knows the word of God. Um, I would say that she'll start there to start there. That's heavy, right? And what I just said was a lot, but that is, that is the ground one to becoming a Proverbs 31 woman is your surrender that's going to be so important. Your surrender to God is going to be so important. And one of the things that I often say about surrender is surrender is one of the greatest challenges in life, right? Because who wants to surrender to their will? But as you chip away, as you allow God to chip away your will, um, it'll make it easier for you to give up a give up on other parts of your will. So that's so super important. Um, but that is those are that that would be the first step that I would say to becoming a Proverbs thirty one woman. Your surrender is going to uh, cause you to let go of old habits, walk away from um, things that don't serve you, which is all going to be beneficial to you as you are developing these characteristics of a Proverbs thirty one woman. Um, the third question is, what are practical ways to live like a Proverbs 31 woman? So some practical ways to live like a Proverbs 31 woman is obviously um, because she has this work-life balance. So you got to have organization. You have to have a positive uh, friends group, right? So that means that you are not um, engaging with people that that are gonna cause you to gossip, right? Because we we heard um, how her how her voice is, and that is that she's only speaking wisdom. She's not speaking. She's not a person that's going to be speaking anything that is going to um, do harm to someone. But she is helping to build, right? The Bible says that she gives she gives to the poor. She gives to those that are less fortunate. So that is part, that's part of your role as well. So I would say that is a practical step to take to, um, you know, to become a Proverbs 31 woman. Another practical step to take is to allow God to really do the work in your heart, like your heart, um, because that is the way that we communicate with God is so super important. So having God, allowing God 
to do the work in your heart. And as you're building your relationship with God, I mean, it, 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 that's going to make it easier for God to have his way with your heart, with you giving your heart to him. So those are just a few practical steps that you can take um, with you know, embracing the whole journey of becoming a Proverbs 31 woman. I think that even though I said there were, those were just a few, I think that those are the major ones because when you do those, when you take those steps, then it's going to lead to everything else is going to fall in place. It's going to make it that much easier for you um, to do every other step, right? It's going to make it that much easier for you to do every other step. Um, and so Number four, question number four says, why is it important to strive to be a Proverbs 31 woman? So the first, the first reason why it's important to strive to be a Proverbs 31 woman is obvious. And that is that you want to honor God, right? You want to honor God with your life. Um, you want to honor God by keeping his word, his principles and standing and living a life on his principles. But you also want to live a life of purpose, right? And so when you are a Proverbs 31 woman, you know that you are in direct alignment with your purpose, right? And your person and your people, right? So a part of your purpose means that you're going to be in alignment with the purpose, with the per with your purpose partner, which is the man of God that God has ordained for your life, right? Because you, there's no way that you cannot be in alignment with uh, your person when you are uh, Proverbs 31 woman, because you are in alignment with God. And so this is for those that are single, that are out there waiting, like, okay, God, when are you going to send my mate? And what God is saying, when you allow me to align all of these principles in you, when you allow me to, um, when you commit all your ways to me and allow me to build all of these virtuous characteristics in you, that's when I'm going to align you with your partner. So a part of the single journey is God is cultivating and developing the Proverbs 31 um, characteristics in you so that you can go on and get an Ephesians 5 and 25 husband, right? Because you want your husband to be the man of God where God says, and husbands love your wife as Christ loved the church. So God, give me a, give me a uh, Ephesians 5 and 25 husband. I don't want nobody else. So that is, um, I would say that that is one way to strive um, to one of the most important reasons for striving to be a Proverbs 31 woman ultimately is so that you are in alignment with your purpose um, and that you're living out your life um, to the fullness, right? That you are not shortchanging yourself because that would make you, not being a Proverbs 31 woman honestly takes you out of the will of God, takes you out of the will of God. And so it's important that you have these uh, th that you have these principles um, embedded and rooted in you, right? That they are that they are leading and guiding you. And also, um, the other part of being a Proverbs thirty one woman, obviously, is what I said was to have your people, your partner, and your people. That's your community. You want to have those people that are going to be a positive influence, a positive impact, where that you are also um, being an example for them as well. So those things are, all of those things are important. Um, our number five question um, says, what are some um, actionable steps uh, that you can take um, to become a Proverbs 31 woman? So some actionable steps um, could be, obviously, like we talked about before, is deepening your relationship with God, 
really deepening your relationship with God. And part of deepening your relationship with God is um, to really seek him in prayer, establish that intimacy with him. That means that you just got to spend time with God, spend time with God, get a regular routine schedule um, where you're spending time with God so that you can really cultivate that relationship. Because what is a relationship if you're not spending time, right? If you had um, with your husband, um, if he wasn't spending time with you, you that wouldn't be a relationship. You'll be upset about it. So spending time with God is how you're going to develop that relationship. And when you're spending time with him, that means that you're studying him as well. You're learning his word. Bible tells us in the beginning was the word, the word was with God and he is his word. So we know that God is his word. So to know God is to know his word, to spend time with him is to build a relationship. So those things are actionable steps. And that's something that you can do. You know, that's, that's, that's something that you can do that's measurable, right? Meaning, you know what, God, this is, I'm going to dedicate the first part of my day to you. I'm going to dedicate the mid, the midday part of to you. And I'm going to dedicate the ending part of the day to you. So those are measurable things that you can do, right? Um, I would also say you got to get rid of uh, another actionable step is get rid of old habits right? Old habits die slow and they die hard, right? But getting rid of those like one step at a time, you know, um, and being very intentional about breaking those old habits are um, something that's super important. So if you are a person that, um, what is a bad habit? I mean, we, we all have them. Um, one bad habit could be maybe, mm, let's say drinking, and this is, oh, this is, I guess this, this topic is open to interpretation, but I'll just tell you what the word says. Cause you'll, I'll have someone challenge me on that, but um drinking, getting rid of that habit. Um, Cause the Bible tells us to be ye of a sober mind. And I know that somebody will come back and say, well, God, he turned, Jesus turned the water into wine. No, that wasn't the same. Um, and we can do that whole debate, but like that, getting rid of um, a, a bad habit. If that is, if that is you, um, gluttony is also a, a, a bad habit, right? buying too much or eating too much, doing too much of anything is a bad habit. So just breaking bad habits um, is another actionable step that you can take. Um, and then again, like I said, um, getting with like-minded people. So finding you um, quality people that are supportive, that are like-minded, um, a sister circle, sister group, um, people that are going to encourage you, that are going to help you hold you accountable and you can be accountable to them as well. That's going to be super important as you are cultivating these Proverbs 31 characteristics, especially as you're leaving the old habits behind. Those things are so important. I would also, I would also recommend um, so that even if you wanted to just read books, like that are outside, whatever encouragement books, whatever supportive guides, like things that are just talking about building foundation, your foundation that is going to strengthen your foundation, your core foundation, um, because that's important, especially as you are breaking old habits and embracing new, like being learning how to allow God to train you to be submissive, right? Being submissive is when you're being submissive, you're being submissive to God by obeying him, right? By by allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you. So the Holy Spirit that lives in you is being guided by the spirit of God, right? And so that's essentially what you're going to be doing when you are with your husband. Your husband is going to be the lead, leader, and he's going to be leading the spirit of God in him is going to be leading the spirit of God that's in you. 
as God is going to be the cornerstone of your marriage. So it's super important that you're cultivating that level of intimacy with God. Um, and that part of that is what you're doing as you are establishing the Proverbs 31 characteristics. So that's important. And I'm going to make a final recommendation. I would even say, um, as we talked about reading, getting groups with your friends, accountability partners, I would say to get onto resources like, um, for an example, the She Single monthly blog. We have a monthly blog. SheSingleForSeason.com is where you can find it. Um, a monthly blog where there are practical tips um, and about just about life, a, a living a kingdom life, practical daily things that we do um, is what the blogs talk about. But just finding really a good, really good podcast such as this one, um, getting in the right groups. Um, and then even with your loved ones, whatever it looks like, wherever you're going to get the support that you need um, as you're on this journey to becoming a Proverbs 31 woman is going to be super important. So I hope that something that I shared um, on this episode has encouraged you or it's been a support to you in some way um, that you're able to take some part of it and apply it to your life. Again, our episodes are aired on Thursdays at 7 p.m. bi-weekly Central Standard Time. Um, so do subscribe so you don't miss another episode. Um, thank you so much for staying tuned. And when we, when we meet again, it will be 2024. So happy new year and be blessed. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being a listener in 2023. And we're going to break ground in 2024 with some hot topics. Be blessed.